Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, we dropped a podcast earlier today talking about the Queensland Maroons, and we had six Queensland legends to choose from, and we could choose one of them to come back into the current team. The options for the Queensland one were Mick Crocker, Scott Prince, Sam Thiday, Matty Bowen, Steve Price, and Justin Hodges. If you haven't listened to that podcast, go back to the last podcast we dropped, have a listen there. We've also dropped our Round 14 team list, our live reaction to all of the teams this week. Obviously, a lot of changes, so a lot to talk about there. We're going to dive into the New South Wales one now, and I've got six guys here. The guys I've got to choose from, Matt Gidley, Greg Bird, Anthony Minicello, Craig Wing, Brian Fletcher, and Willie Mason. I'll tell you what, if nothing else, this would be a cracking night out on the beers with these six blokes. Six fantastic characters. A couple of good-looking roosters in there too, just quietly. But these six, a vast array of positions, a vast array of experiences and whatnot from different eras. So a lot to go into here. Obviously, when you're picking someone to come back into the side, you need to look at the current team and have a look at the squad that Freddie has picked and where you think potentially there could be better improvements, where you could get the most out of certain guys, where there might be positions that are lacking in certain spots. So there's a heap to dive into here. And with the versatility of the guys that I've got, my options here, there's a lot to go into. So we're going to have a look at the first man, and it is Matthew Gidley. Uh, Matt Gidley played for the New South Wales Blues between 2000 and 2004. Played in 11 games, uh, won six of those games, so just over 50%. Scored five tries from his 11 games, so on a pretty impressive strike right there. Of course, for Matt Gidley, he was better known for the tries that he set up rather than the tries he threw. Obviously, he played right center, and he had the best right-hand flick we have ever seen. Unbelievable. He would just go into contact, find his way around the outside, and sort of like a reverse flick to his winger, which more often than not, uh, obviously in Newcastle, but then in the State of Origin arena as well, was Tamana Tahu, who had... Some of the best hands our game's ever seen. No matter where McIdley put this pass, he would just create a half opportunity. And Tamana Tahu, he would finish it off every time. But McIdley, a brilliant footballer. I think he's very underrated. I think he's gone into the business end of rugby league since retiring. I think he's actually the CEO of the Newcastle Knights. So he's done very well for himself. But a guy that 
defensively was always just so reliable and just had so much X factor in attack. The sort of guys... There was always faster, there was always stronger guys, but his footy awareness and his ability to be able to draw numbers into him was simply incredible, Matt Gibley. So a guy that you would have to seriously consider bringing into this team. Of course, though, when I do look at this Blues side, I mean, you've got Latrell Mitchell and you've got Tom Travojevic, two of the classiest fullbacks in our game playing centre. You've got to have them in the team somewhere. And realistically, the guy they've picked at 14, Jack White, and he's been the centre for the last two years as well. So a Matt Gibley, I mean, to bring him in at right centre, you'd have to move Tom Travojevic. I'm not quite sure where you would move him around to. So Matt Gidley, unfortunately, probably misses my side here. The next man is Greg Bird. Now, I'll probably get a lot of raised eyebrows, and I always do whenever I mention Bird in the Origin Arena, but I don't think people realize how good this guy was. He played from 2007 to 2016. He played in 18 games. Now, granted, he only won 30% of them. Yeah, but he played through the entirety of Queensland's dynasty. They won six out of those 18 games. Now, I want you to think about this. He only won six games of origin. Yeah, six games. Do you know how many Man of the Match awards Greg Bird got? Three. Three Man of the Match awards from 18 games when you only win six of them during the biggest dynasty, the longest dynasty, the most dominant dynasty in origin football we have ever seen is unbelievable. Can I just run some names by you? Uh, Andrew Johns, Alan Langer, Peter Sterling, Thurston, Smith, Wally Lewis. These are the only men that have won more Man of the Match awards than Greg Bird. For the record, Andrew Johns, he won four. Greg Bird won three. Alan Langer, he won four. Peter Sterling, he won four. Thurston won five. So for this entire run where Thurston played 30-odd games and was on the end of winning series after series after series and dominating through all of them, Thurston came up with five men of the matches. He got two more than what Greg Bird did. An absolute champion of our game, and quite often he did it when he was playing 5'8". He's better known for being a lock forward or a second rower, but an extremely skillful guy, Greg Bird. He's definitely a fella that I would have to consider bringing him into this Blues team. Obviously, the lock forward at the moment is Isaiah Yo. Uh, he's got a brilliant connection with the Panther boys, so I probably wouldn't change him, to be honest with you. But when I have a look at the guys on the edge, Tariq Sims, Cam Murray, Greg Bird, he is definitely a guy I would consider bringing in for a Tariq Sims, for example. It's tough because Greg Bird's best position, in my opinion, was probably 13. And realistically... You've got Isaiah Yo at 13, who's unreal. You've also got Cam Murray on one edge, who's probably better off playing in the 13. So it makes it really tough. But Greg Bird, I would find it extremely difficult to leave him out of this team because when we went to the Origin Arena, he was unbelievable. The next man is the Count, Anthony Minicello, Sydney Roosters legend, New South Wales Blues legend. Uh, Mini, he represented the New South Wales Blues between 2003 and 2011. Had a long stint off in the middle, obviously. 2005, he wins the... um, he wins the Golden Boot. He's the best player in the world. He dominates that Origin Series with Joey Johns. It was unbelievable in 2005. He was crazy. His first Origin game in 03, he scores two tries. He scores one try the week after. You know, his first two Origin games, he'd already scored three tries, Mini. He was unbelievable at fullback. And you've got to remember as well, when he made his Origin debut in 2003, he'd only been playing fullbacks for 10 weeks. The Roosters won the comp in 02. He was on the wing. Luke Phillips was the fullback. He retired at the end of that season. It was Minicello or Justin Hodges. Ricky Stewart had to make a decision in the offseason, and Minicello essentially said, I want first dibs. So you've got to remember, here he is scoring three tries in two games in state of origin, and he's only been playing fullback for, what, 12, 
13 weeks. Incredibly impressive. Mini, obviously, at his peak, was cut down, which really did hurt his origin career. He played 11 games, scoring six tries. Sorry, He's played 11 games, won six of those, so just over 50%, but he scored eight tries in those. So a very impressive strike rate there from Anthony Minicello in the back end of his career. Of course, wasn't in the strongest New South Wales sides. Early days he was, and he was unbelievable. But when you look at this current side... I mean, you could potentially put him on a wing. I would probably have him on a wing over maybe Brian Toto just for his experience, Anthony Minicello. But, I mean, I don't think you're gaining a heap there. You obviously wouldn't have him at fullback. James Tedesco is simply too good. To be honest with you, Tom Trevojevic is probably too good as well. You'd probably have Tommy Turbo there at the moment. Only because the game has changed, sort of moved away from the Anthony Minicello mold a little bit. So Minicello, as much as an absolute freak he is, and as much as he's probably the best player on this list... I don't think I could squeeze him in, to be honest with you. Our next man is a club mate of Anthony Minicello, Craig Wing, Sydney Roosters, Penrith, uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs legend. Obviously played for New South Wales between 2003 and 2006. Represented them on 12 occasions, uh, won seven of those games. He also came back in 2009. Now, from those 12 games, Craig Wing, he never started in an origin. He was off the bench all the time, but he has been regarded as sort of the ultimate utility for a long time. An unbelievable player, Craig Wing, could jump in at seven, could jump in at hooker. Obviously won the premiership with the Roosters, I believe playing halfback in 02, then became one of the best hookers in our game. He could jump in at 5'8", centre, fullback. He could put him on the wing. You could put him anywhere. He tackled like a back rower as well, Craig Wing. So another guy that I would strongly consider, I mean, they're running with Jack White in there at the moment, and as much as Jack White, and he's a better ball runner than probably Craig Wing is, I mean... Wing could jump in and play absolutely anywhere. If your halfback went down, Craig Wing could come in and take over and everything would be fine. He could jump into hooker. He could jump into the centers. He could jump wing. Fullback, he would be safe as houses wherever you would put him. So as much as I'm a big fan of Jack White and what Craig Wing is and the sort of player he is, you would have to consider him for that Jersey 14. But then you've also got to consider, geez, if I'm bringing a, a legend back from the past to play in this game, do I want to have them as my utility or do I want to get more use out of this legend I'm bringing back? So Craig Wing, he's going to be right up there, but we'll come back to him sooner rather than later. Another former rooster, Brian Fletcher, uh, a guy that obviously has retired and has gone on to do fantastic things as Fox Sports. Really funny guy, so we sort of forget just how good this guy was. Uh, Fletch, he represented the New South Wales Blues from 1999 to 2003. 99 when he made his debut. I think it was 98 he made his first grade debut and he'd come from nowhere. He was essentially playing down there for the Paddington Colts. Not much doing. Uh, came from nowhere to play in this side, which was an unbelievable effort and proved to be one of the best back rowers in our game. A real robust guy with an incredible offload as well. He had a bit of ball playing to him as well. So Brian Fletcher, a champion player. Obviously the guy from the 2000 series, he scored the try in game three. I think they beat him 50-6 to six or something. And Fletcher does the grenade celebrations, which we know the Queensland Maroons, they've never forgotten about that one. They always keep it in the back pocket. Fletcher, I think he would have to be right up there as a true back rower. I feel like it's one thing that we're probably lacking for the Blues, to be honest with you. We've obviously got Cam Murray. I feel like he's more of a lock than a back rower. I have no doubt he will do a job there, but he's more of a lock to me. Tariq Sims... He's probably not the guy I would have gone for, to be honest with you. Um, I'm sure he will stand up and he will do a job, but Brian Fletcher, he's one I would have to seriously consider bringing into this side. Uh, the last man on our list is Willie Mason. Now, Mason represented the Blues between 2003 and 2008, played 13 games, won five of them, a real enforcer. Obviously, the 2004 Clive Churchill medalist for the Canterbury Bulldogs had an unbelievable that game, uh, game that night. Obviously, he was named in the back row in that game, but let's be honest here, Willie, he was always a front rower. 
Uh, so when you have a look at the front row combo for the Blues, you've got Daniel Saifidi, Jake Trevojevic. Then you've got Junior Paulo and Payne Haas coming off the bench. I like the way that Freddie's picked this team uh, with Gerbo and Saifidi to start. I think they'll just get through the war of the opening few minutes. And then you can bring on these big boys to unleash them. I'm not overly worried about our front row stocks, to be honest with you. I think we've got plenty there. I think Paulo and Haas, they're going to bring fantastic impact. You'll probably also see Liam Martin play through the middle. And if you don't, you'll see Liam Martin go to the edge and Cam Murray move into the 13 role and play through the centre third. So as much as I respect Willie Mason, I think a big body like his with a heap of confidence would be fantastic. He's probably not the sort of guy that I'm desperate to bring into this team. So for me, it sort of comes down to Greg Bird, Fletcher, or Craig Wing. And look, my only worry with Craig Wing is that if I'm going to bring back a legend, I probably want more impact than playing Jersey 14. So it comes down to Fletcher and Greg Bird. And to be perfectly honest with you, I think I would have to go for Greg Bird. I think I would play him out on the edge instead of Tariq Sims. I just think his ball-playing ability would just add a little bit extra to the Blues. And, you know, I know people want to bag Greg Bird, and they probably don't respect him for how good he was. But this guy, whenever he pulled on a sky blue jersey, he just went to another level, Greg Bird. I hold him in the highest respect as far as New South Wales players go. I think that if they would have won a couple more series in there, and, I mean, they were getting close. It was 2-1 a lot of the time during these Origin series. No doubt Queensland was the better team. Don't get me wrong. But the only reason why the New South Wales Blues were hanging in these contests was because of guys like Greg Bird. He's a guy that you could shift and jump into 5-8. His ball playing, he would just create a a lot of X Factor and I really do think Greg Bird is probably more suited to the modern game today than when he played as well I know it's only been 10 years or so since he was at his peak playing but the game has changed so much in those 10 years so for me Greg Bird he would be the guy that I would bring I would probably start him on an edge uh, but I would also give him a bit of a license to explore and I just think the attitude he would bring he just has origin written on his forehead Greg Bird he would be a sensational guy to unleash against these Queenslanders when things get tough the tough get going and Greg Bird, no one gets going more than Birdie. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 